Welcome to the Thought Leader Life Credibility Series, where we are helping you to define and enhance your credibility. Join us as we interview thought leaders about what it takes to be credible in their vertical markets. To learn more, check out thoughtleaderlife.com. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans. Stay in your seat. We have one right here about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Aaron Lyman, who is a wicked problem tamer and innovation accelerator. Backed by 20 years of customer research, design, and product management experience, she helps product leaders and teams frame and tackle real business problems through creative problem-solving sessions and design thinking skills transfer. Aaron, welcome. Thanks, Mitchell. You know, I uh, I always enjoy being in the same room with you. I just think you're so cool. I enjoy your CPOP and and how you how you come come across. I'd love the audience to see that. What is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Senior leaders who need to solve strategic problems that have never been solved before. Huh. Not that anyone has any of these. What what happens? Hey, we're in this middle of this massive transformation from the industrial age to, I call it, the global village. We are hit with a global pandemic. I would say anyone who's a senior leader, by definition, has problems they haven't uh, had to solve before. Aaron, tell me more. So there are two parts to this work, right? Um, Usually there's a framing part of it where we're actually trying to understand the problem itself uh, to really get at the root cause. And then the second part is getting employees fired up about the problem and ensuring they have the capabilities to prototype and really solve those complex problems. Nice. And generally speaking, what you're doing is you're going in and working with the teams. Yeah. I go in there and work with the senior leaders and then often I'm brought in to work with their respective teams and even their respective teams. Nice. Uh, Aaron, how do you have credibility to do it? I know this answer, but I, I want to hear it from you. How do you have credibility to do what you do? Yeah, I, I um, a lot of it, this work requires um, vulnerability. And so part of my background is I was trained up as an executive coach. I've also been a product management leader and, and design leader for a very long time. So I've seen a lot over the course of my career, about 15 different industries worth, uh, small and large companies. Um, so that's uh, that's a lot of, of what I've done. Also, um, I've worked with about 800 to 1,000 uh, uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, so that includes folks at Babson, uh, the executive program at Stanford as part of the D School. Uh, and so we've worked through a lot of these challenges and I've seen the emotional side as well as the, the problem side. And often we have to solve both at once. And, and would you mind, given that some of the brands you've worked at have been pretty big, could you name a couple, couple companies yeah, you've sure. worked with? So I've done this with leaders from uh, SAP and Infosys, uh, Intuit, um, Upwork, and uh, sometimes they're projects, sometimes they're programs, sometimes I'm internal. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. And how do you go about sharing your credibility? Yeah, I uh, I go about um, a lot of times it's a repeat engagement, right? So uh, there's a certain kind of problem that leaders face, and then I'm on speed dial, 
Um, and they're not your everyday problems, but they're the big ones that you you try to avoid. And then finally, your strategic initiative just call, you know calls you to solve it. And and that's when I use, my phone usually rings. Um, it's when there's no playbook and they can't do what they've always done. Um, and it, it just takes a different perspective on on the problem and solving it very differently. Hmm. And you mentioned when we were in the green room, you mentioned actually there were some companies that when you walked in, they weren't ready and you turned them down. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So this, this kind of problem walking into ambiguity requires a lot of courage and it requires vulnerability. Um, it, they need to make sure that number one, they're up for it to um, is that they have the right team assembled and they also need the courage to prototype and be, be wrong in service of the learning, um, trying out new solutions. So there are clients where some of those things just are not true. There's a little bit of, of theater to it. They think they are, or um, just the environment is not ready. They're not at that point where um, they are ready to embrace this. It, it's a difficult journey. It's kind of a hero's journey. I uh I love the 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 intent and the commitment to serve others and to turn clients away. You know, even if they have money, if you know they're not ready to solve it. Listen, if you're listening to this, or you're watching this, and you're a senior leader and you have this a, a problem that doesn't have a playbook answer to it, having Aaron Lyman come in to talk with you and to help would make a lot of sense. How best can uh, can people reach you, Aaron? Sure. Uh, best is through email. That's Aaron at innovation is social.com and on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Aaron, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you, Mitchell. Oh, oh, you're welcome. Listen, if you're still here at this stage of the episode, that means that this was appealing to you. You liked it. It makes sense to spread some cred dust and that's click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. <laughs> Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Bianca Jane, who is a highly regarded industry thought leader in data analytics. She is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author and a frequent keynote speaker on using data-driven decision-making. Bianca, great to see you again. Glad to be here, though. You know, you it's it's uh, been a long time for me and a lot of growth, and I've known you for a while. I just so love how you show up, which which actually is probably how you showed up in the past, but I didn't see you that way. So now I want the audience to see you the way I see you, and I'd like them to see you through your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain? Organizations struggling to leverage their data. You know... It's so funny when I hear those words, having sat on the board of a public company, having done the CEO networking groups and and helping over 500 CEOs, everyone says that, and then they think they have the answer. But if the answer doesn't start with the right first question, you're not going to get the right answer. And and it's so amazing how life has changed. Uh, uh, Tell me a little bit more. Uh, you know, Michelle, data is the new uh, currency and data literacy is the language of business. So we help organizations monetize their data through three things. One is data science consulting. We go in and help leverage 
you know, we have, organizations might have a problem. Our customers are churning. We have profitability issues and so on. We help them build models, data, machine learning, AI models to solve that problem. Sometimes simple, sometimes, sometimes complex. The second thing we do is to go into large, mature organization and build enterprise-wide data literacy. So um, what skills a marketer needs, or what skills, what incremental skills in the new world of data, what incremental skills an executive needs, we help build that. And the third thing we do is all the data engineering work that is needed to support the data science readiness for that organization to truly transform their, uh, their, the way they work and how, how they can monetize their data. Mm, absolutely beautiful. Um, I know the answer to this, but I'd love you to say, how do you have credibility to do what you do? Uh, I have 20 years of experience uh, putting data to work. I started from academia, two masters, and both of my thesis involved applied statistics and mathematics. I was doing AI robotics 20 years ago. I'm dating myself. Uh, but um, my last corporate role was at PayPal. I was heading up business analytics for North America. That was half of PayPal's um, revenue at that point. And I have uh, I write for Forbes, Harvard Business Review, and many other publications. I have written a couple of books. One of them is here. It's an Amazon bestseller, again, on putting data to work. I'm keynote at major business and uh, data science conferences. And I'm also the creator of a framework called Bader. And that's a, a Lean Six Sigma equivalent of data science, which is fast becoming a framework of choice for many, many corporate clients, including Google and uh, Regeneron, Comcast, many others. Yeah. Amazing. And how do you go about sharing your credibility? Um, I love putting data to work. And I love when I see, um, when it's, it's like head of products and head of marketing, head of data science, when they can connect the data they have to really the customer pain point and start making changes to their products, their customer experience uh, to serve their customers better. That's truly transformational for, for, for me. And I love seeing that in the individual level, at the corporate level, however I can empower individuals to leverage data they have. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and, and one of the things you mentioned is that you've helped, was it hundreds or thousands of people get in the data space? Yes, thousands of people uh, actually transition their career. I have helped them personally. I've mentored them personally through, uh, you know, through our career transition certifications and all of, all of that to actually pick up skills and start becoming and becoming data scientists, becoming citizen analysts and so on. Oh, that's beautiful. So listen, if you're watching or you're listening to this and you know in your heart or hearts that you're not leveraging the data that you already have inside your company, you absolutely need to reach out to Pianca Jane. Uh, Pianca, how is the best way for people to go about doing that? They can uh, reach out to us on airing.com. That's here, A-R-Y-N-G.com. Uh, and from there, they can download our white papers, case studies, as well as read client testimonials. Um, they can also, if they are interested, reaching out to me. They can reach out from there, as well as book time on my calendar from there. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Hey, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely my pleasure. And listen, if you're still here, that means you found this conversation fascinating enough. This is the time to spread some cred dust. So click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, I'm Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Sarah Ross, who is the UK's number one burnout expert and award-winning speaker, coach, and author who uses her 
own experiences with burnout and stress in the corporate world to help others recover from burnout. She works with C-suite execs to create an environment with positive, sustainable mental health. Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi, Mitchell. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hi, and you are welcome. Uh, I uh, There's some people... Not that those that I don't enjoy are not as important, but some people whose green room conversations is so beautiful um, that I, I I want to share that with the audience. Could you please share, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? So losing employees to mental health issues. Man, what happened all of a sudden around the world in March is that the entire world had to take station identification and many employees all of a sudden recognize that, oh, I don't really like my life or now I got to spend time with my family who I don't like or things happen. And I, as a manager, I became a psychologist and, and life kept changing and changed dramatically for everyone. I could see this being an amazingly important time for you. Uh, tell me more. So I work with, the C-suite to create that mental health environment in their businesses where the conversations can be had around mental health, where we can actually talk about it as a topic rather than something we try and hide behind or try and call it something else. Um, Here in the UK, for instance, most people won't actually put down their illness if they have a day off to stress. They'll call it flu or cold or stomachache, but they wouldn't actually say that it was for mental health. Now, if we don't know it's happening and that's what people are suffering with, then we can't have the conversations to improve our company cultures, our company processes, to actually help people be the best they can be. And when our people are the best, our customers get even better service. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And so, Sarah, how do you have credibility to do what you do? So I've been working 20 years, different industries, over 100 different countries, um, and really looking at how does burnout start and why is it that people won't talk about it? Now, I had a personal journey with it, and as I started to heal and learn about those red flags that were there, they were all things that I could have spoken about to people but didn't. And so over the last few years, you know, I've spoken to, coached people, 250, 300 people away from that burnout point. You know, there is a, there is a point when chronic stress becomes burnout. And that change is when life is no longer worth living. Mm. People tend to be positive when they are chronically stressed. It's just they have too much to do. There's too much going on. But when people burn out, that flame goes out, that fire goes out, everything becomes tough. I've been there and I've come back. And now it's really to make sure that nobody else ever gets to that point themselves, because we can start to have those conversations much earlier on. And I think that it sounds very, very, uh, very much. Tell me a little bit more about how do you go about sharing your credibility? So I, as I said, experienced burnout. I was at the point of deciding the day I would take my own life. 
And through a very, you know, one day, one person made me realize I had a reason to be here. And I reasoned that that was to make sure that somebody else had somebody to ask for help from. And so as I've begun to share my story, whether that is through speaking on stages, I've been very fortunate to speak at the Women's Economic Forum uh, on five different occasions now. I've spoken at conferences. I've been part of a book um, called Activate Your Life. All of these things are about getting that message to people that it is okay to not be okay and that it's it's not weak to speak. So actually opening up. And for some people, they'll see me on stage speaking and other people, it is a Facebook Live or maybe a meme that I've posted across social media to get that message out that we need to talk about these things. Mm. I want to say that's so beautiful, but I just mean it. What you're doing to the world is absolutely beautiful and how you're doing it and how you how you share is uh very, very elegant. And so if you're listening to this and you're recognizing that this maybe you or maybe people on the team that you're that you're working with, uh, you're gonna want to reach out to Sarah Ross. Sarah, what's the best way for people to go about doing that? Easiest way for people to find me is on LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn under the the name the Sarah Ross. Nice, nice, beautiful. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Oh, thank you for having and the opportunity. Oh, of course, you're welcome. And and once again, if you're still here, hey, you've enjoyed Sarah because she's got this just super warm heart. But also, you recognize the importance of getting this message out. So this is the time to spread some cred dust. Click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hope you enjoyed this episode in the Thought Leader Life Credibility Series. Please like this episode, subscribe to our channel on the platform you consume content, and activate us by going to thoughtleaderlife.com slash activate.